What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Nordic and Mark podcast. I'm your host, Nordic97 here. I'm joined with at Marcusi underscore AK. Marcus, how are you? We're back. We are back. Bro, it's been freaking forever. Now, I have some explaining to do. We would have had an episode out between the Lightning winning the Stanley Cup and now if my if I didn't delete the computer file by accident. I, I don't even remember what we talked about in the last podcast. I don't even remember what episode this is. It's been so long. I think well, it we're might back, be six, five. I don't know. I, I'll, 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 find, I'll find out eventually. But anyways. Doesn't matter. We're back. Doesn't matter. A lot of stuff has happened since the last time we made a podcast, including just just a ton of things, trades, signings, news, everything. We're going to go through all of it. So whether this episode's 20 minutes long or two hours long, we're going to roll through all of it. We're going to truck our way through. So let's get into the week trade and not waste any time. This one's between the Chicago Blackhawks and the Edmonton Oilers. The big name, Duncan Keefe, was traded the other way with Tim Soderlund, the prospect, for Caleb Jones heading back to Chicago and a 2022 third-round pick. So what are your initial thoughts, Marcus? And then I'll talk about it because I think that getting Keith to Edmonton on Chicago's side with no salary retained is a freaking steal. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I called it. I said he's going to Edmonton, <laughs> but I didn't think that it was going to be this easy for Chi-Town. Oh, Chi-Town, no I think, won this in a – well. We all know, like, listen, Duncan Keith is not Duncan Keith anymore. He's not that dude. He's not that dude, a top five defenseman. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I can really positively say about him was, like, experience, right? Yep. I mean, but but the, these these Oilers dudes on a podcast, I forget which podcast it is. I'm sorry if I don't know the name of it. Isn't it like it Oilers like, Nation? Oilers Nation, something like that. They were like, I posted one of their- no. They were like, guys, if Duncan Keith retires next year – We'll get 3.5 mil in cash space and the Blackhawks get 5 mil. Do we really think he's going to retire next year? I don't think so. I, th- I, th- I, I don't think, think so. Left the tank. You're like probably praying that this dude is going to retire. And they're like, oh, we have 11 mil in cap space, whatever, whatever. You're giving, you're giving an old head 5 mil. The only thing you have him for is like an assistant captain. And yeah, just like and someone, a locker room presence. And- I don't I, I'm going to say this. I mean, like, if they could – if Clef Blom somehow comes back, which, by the way, since our last podcast, it's confirmed that he may not play next season again. So he oh. hasn't played in, like, two years, which probably means he's done in the NHL. Damn. Which sucks. Uh, you hate to see that. But if, like, Clef Blom came back, they re-signed Tyson Berry, they re-signed Adam Larson. That and they defense, have that, that defense is actually pretty good. So bad. Yeah. But, you know, everything's going to go wrong. And just – I just look on Chicago's side, getting a young player in Caleb Jones and getting a potential third-round pick. Um, it's, it's a pretty damn good trade going back the other way. You want to clear that cap space. And, you know, you're heading oh. into a rebuild. So, I mean, yeah. Good to have the money. It's a pretty damn good trade. So, moving on. that's it for that. Um, we'll, we'll just skim through this one. Um, a minor trade here. The Carolina Hurricanes traded Dylan Wells over to the Edmonton Oilers for future considerations. Expansion purposes, future considerations must be a pretty goddamn good player because he gets traded all the time. Maybe he sucks. I don't know. (laughs) Um, 
Anyways, um, next trade. The Colorado Avalanche have traded Ryan Graves to the New Jersey Devils for Mikhail Maltsev in a 2021 second-round pick. <sighs> what the hell? What was Colorado? I don't know what Colorado's thinking. They're probably – here's what I think. They're freeing up money for Gabe. Yeah. They're freeing they up money what? for Gabe they and They might McCall. not even keep Gabe. They might not even keep him, but they're freeing up that money for Kale. And from what I know from Kale is he's a team player, so he probably won't take, like, more than nine or eight, but, like, many say, like, he should get ten. I think he's going to be a team player and take eight mil. Kale McCarr, you know, yeah. I mean, keep some money around. But, I mean, losing Ryan Graves is kind of a blow, oh, kind yeah. of a blow to your defense because, I mean, like, that's good depth that the Devils now have. Mm-hmm. So – I mean, wait, they gained – oh, they got – they saved some money. But other than that, Mikhail – what is his name? Mikhail Maltsev? Mikhail Maltsev. Maltsev. He actually is not a terrible prospect. What do you think about him? All right, he shoots left. He's 23. Is he defense or is he uh, – He's offense. He's – Okay. Okay. He, he played with the Devils at times this season. He's, he's not terrible. He'll be good depth in Colorado, but that does take a big hit to the blue line. But so, I've said, and I'm sure Marcus has said it. I don't, I don't know. Um, I've said it many times in YouTube videos, even in my Devils franchise mode. I've said the biggest problem with this Devils team is defense, and I think getting Ryan Graves on that blue line that significantly helps it. So true. I think it's a good deal. Mostev um, is also big size too, six foot three. Mm-hmm, he's pretty damn tall. Uh, moving on here, the Detroit big Red Wings uh, traded Richard Ponick with one point three. Seven five million dollars retained, so fifty percent, and a twenty twenty one second round pick to the New York Islanders for Nick Letty. Wow. Well, I listen. I was thinking. Remember we made the uh, Islanders off season little thing, and I was like, "Damn, yeah. they have no cap space. It's over. They won't have nothing. They're making moves in lieu they trust." I tell you, bro, Islanders fans. Some of y'all are annoying, but. Y'all are getting what you want, don't you? You just got I, I what? Think they got- both said, and I think even Selly Center, because that was Selly Center's episode, right? When he was on. Oh, yeah, um, he was on there too. When Chris, I think Chris was even saying that if there's anyone that's likely to be moved, it's probably going to be Nick Letty. Ooh. I, mean, I think we told that one too. So Damn. we are 2 0 with, we, we are 2 0 with offseason predictions. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, damn, the island, bro. But I'm just saying, bro, this dude. Lou, what's his name? Lou. Lou Lamorello. Amorello, that's his name. He's making moves, man. He's getting the money. I, I'm questioning the um. We'll get onto the expansion draft stuff later, but Lou's doing good this off season, bro. They're getting bank. Oh yeah, this is awesome. And you got Richard Ponick, who I've heard mostly good things about. Good depth player, you know. So other than that, I mean, before the trade freeze, some good moves from all these teams. Continue. All right, next up was between the Vancouver Canucks and the Dallas Stars. Uh, Jason Dickinson was traded back the other way for a 2021 third-round pick. Um, Not a terrible move. Jason Dickinson has my last name, by the way. A solid solid depth center. Nothing really too big of a note there. And they were worried they were were going to lose him for nothing. So it does make sense to deal him away. Mm -hmm. Good defense for the Canucks, considering a lot of people say, like, oh, 
Quinn uses trash at defense, like whatever. Everyone says, I mean, this is this is just a good addition. And who's this third round pick gonna be? Watch this third round pick absolutely blow me out of the water and become the next superstar. But other than that, <laughs> mediocre, who cares? Okay. Um, next up was um a pretty heartbreaking trade for me. Oh. Um the oh, Arizona no. Coyotes traded my favorite player. To be honest, he kind of is my favorite player at this point. Um, and a 2022 seventh round pick, Aiden Hill, by the way, uh, to the San Jose Sharks for Joseph Coronar and a 2022 second round pick. We'll get into the Coyotes later with their pit, with their draft picks because they got they decided to take all of the Islanders picks. But I mean, you didn't want to lose Aiden Hill for nothing, but like, uh, but you traded Kemper instead. Like, come on. Well, I mean, the Sharks are kind of in a rebuild. Is Aiden Hill young? He's young, right? Aiden Hill is young, and like for so, us, for a Coyotes team that was not was well, well, they weren't terrible, but they weren't like playoff good. He was pretty damn good. Yeah. So, so I mean, the Sharks aren't gonna take Kemper. Sadly, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. I unfor- unfortunately, it's depressing. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, traded Jared McCann to the Toronto Maple Leafs for Philip Hollander and a 2023 seventh round pick. Now. I would expect to see a trade in the next couple of days where Toronto is saying, no, you need to keep, you need to take someone else besides Jeremy McCann because they're leaving him unprotected, even though they traded him. Like, I don't even get it. Like they I don't understand coming between that. He just got there and he might pack his bags and leave for Seattle. So I exactly. mean, I don't know what that's all about. That's why I think a trade's going down with them. Um, oh, Marcus, you're going to have a meltdown. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning attributed Barclay Goudreau to the New York Rangers for a 2022 seventh-round pick. Now, knowing Tampa's smart drafting, imagine that seventh-round pick turns into Connor McDavid. And how? And what? what's his contract right now? Did He he signed with them, right? He didn't sign with them. It's It's been rumored that he's going to get a um, a six-year, $3.6 million contract. Which, when you look at it, for a for how good he did in the playoffs, sure, the term might be a little bit long. Three point three million dollars for a guy like him—that's pretty damn good. Six years. He's such good depth. <laughs> He's such good depth, man. Why? Of course, the Rangers get what they want. Rangers always get what they want, and you're wearing a Rangers hat. Why are you wearing the Rangers hat? Oh, of, yeah. course, of course he goes to New York. Of course they send him for barely nothing. We could have given them a seven-round. They pick. had to trade it. They had to trade his rights away. Yeah, because they're not going to re-sign him. They have nothing. Remember? Exactly. Move on. I want to talk about Barkley. Okay. <laughs> um, speaking of the Rangers, they traded Brett Howden to the Vegas Golden Knights for Nick D. Simone, who I've never heard of. And a 2022 fourth-round pick, which belongs to the Winnipeg Jets. So, I mean, they didn't want to lose Howden for nothing, obviously. So, And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. The trade. The trade where, like, I I was heartbroken about the Aiden Hill deal. I was commenting in the chat. And then Frank Cerevelli tweets out, hearing Ryan Ellis has been traded to the Philadelphia Flyers. And I lost my freaking shit. <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where the hell is it? <laughs> I'm going through the go chat. To the with the In the group chat, I went literally ballistic. <laughs> he went. In, 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 
Max is texting. James is texting. Everyone's going absolutely insane. <laughs> and this is Evan. You're hearing Ryan Ellis to Philly. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yes, I've been waiting. I was literally saying all freaking season last season, the blue line is the problem. We need to trade for a blue liner the trade deadline. Instead, we traded away a blue liner, who was shit, by the way, Gustafson, to Montreal. You know we traded away right raffle, broke my heart, by the way. And then <sighs> and I was like, great, so they're going to blame it on heart this offseason. No, they didn't blame it on heart. They mm, I got a defenseman. Y'all got, got Ellis. The only thing I'm worried about is that um, with I'm, – I'm not really worried about Nolan Patrick because – Patrick, I have his jersey, best of wishes to him wherever he goes. He needs to turn his career around. I'm just worried about how Philip Myers is going to turn around in Nashville and how that's going to make us look. Like, in the future, Myers could be a really good defenseman. Felipe, true. Ryan Ellis, if we can get one more respectable, respectable defenseman and we can get one more – and we can get a goalie who can mentor Carter Hart, I was thinking Yaroslav Halak. We'll take him from Boston. Or James True. Reimer, the one of the two. And then, you know, our team is set. We're set for a Stanley Cup. Oh no, that that would be good. You guys, if you guys, you guys have like nine million cap space, you still got a little money. You can weave around, try and get someone that can help out on that blue line. I mean, like things are going up. Things exactly. are looking up. That's the, that's the part that I'm most excited about. Like, I mean, like, yeah, sure. We still have to sign Carter Hart. We still have to sign Sanheim. Like, there's some, there's some worries about mm -hmm. you know what happens because we only have 12 million in cap to sign big name guys but just in all honesty i think that it's it's an amazing trade for the flyers and i think it puts us closer to contention but close not like i don't think not like completely there i don't think we're a stanley cup contender yet we still need more pieces you're getting up there it's it's Absolutely. getting up there things are looking bright we'll fuck it up somehow so <laughs> <laughs> Um, so right after Patrick got traded to Nashville, Nashville did a really smart thing. They flipped him to Vegas for Cody glass. Mm. Now let, I've talked about Cody glass a lot and I, I like Cody glass. Um, in 2019, 20, I noted that he got, he got pushed off the puck a lot. It, it was notable. Like he was very easy to move off the puck. So he was getting hit a lot. He's small at the time. He gained pounds. He got taller. You know, he was looking like a legitimate player. He came in this season and didn't do as good. So wow. I was, I was saying like not many play, not many other insiders, not even like Pierre LeBron or Elliot Freeman. I don't think they had Cody Glass on their trade bait list. I had Glass on my trade bait list, and I said, whatever team gets Glass, I think you're, I think you're gonna have a, you're, you're gonna have a decent prospect in your pool, and. Nashville got him. So I, I honestly mm -hmm. think it's smart. It's a good, it's a good trade. I mean, the kid's grown some weight. We'll see how he, he's still young. When you're a young kid, you still got a lot to develop. So I mean, let's hope Nashville can do that. And the final trade is big one. <laughs> big one. Um weird one too. Arizona Coyotes traded nothing um to the New York Coyotes. <laughs> Nothing's a pretty nothing. good player. Like no, like nothing in the minors with Tucson scored 70 goals. Like nothing is so good. Like nothing. I hate you. Um, 
Andrew Ladd went back the other way. Um, bad contract, of course. And it looks like he is going to play, which I, I was like, I'd rather become a drug dealer than see Andrew, Andrew Ladd play for the freaking Coyotes. But, you know, it makes sense, actually. But all those picks, that future, it, yeah, that was unnecessary. 2021 second, that. a 2022, con- a 2022 second round pick, and a 2023 third round pick. We finally have picks. That's we clutch. Seven. We have seven this year. We don't have a first, and then we have eight in the next two years, and they're and guys, including our first round picks. You guys got a lot to work with. I, I was saying, I, I've said on Snapchat and Twitter and pretty much everywhere. I've said that for once, for the first time of being an Arizona Coyotes fan, I have faith in the management to rebuild. I, I genuinely have faith in these guys. No pun intended if you're watching this, Faith. But I have faith in these guys. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like, I'm, 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 like, I know I've been through enough pain regarding the Coyotes, but you know what? I'm willing to go through more if this is what it takes. And this I think is, this all is these, step. With all these picks, we're going to get some pretty damn good prospects. We're going to be shit in the divisions next year. So we have chances of getting Shane Wright, you know, solid – prospects maybe even connor bedard if we get lucky enough like i'm excited in all honesty and as for the islanders clear up more cap space adam pellick bavillier and sorokin need to be re-signed you know what Mm -hmm. pretty good so i'm actually really excited future is bright in the desert oh yeah and with that we'll take a break uh we'll be back in a couple minutes this is the nordic and mark podcast okay we're back. Um, we're going to talk about signings. We're just going to roll through them really quickly because a couple, because some happened. Uh, Dominic Tanato re-signed with the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, two-way, two-year ex- extension. Um, a lot of these contracts are for Seattle, so we're just going to roll through them. Uh, Will Landon signed with the Kings. Wedgwood signed with the Devils. Hughes, Coppinen signed with the Bruins. Drury signed with the Canes. Dermott signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Melenson signed with the Capitals. Uh, Siegenthaler re-signed with the um, New Jersey Devils. Howden re-signed with the Rangers. Coronar re-signed with the Sharks. Uh, Lettieri, Car- Trevor Carrick, and Sam Carrick. So I guess, are they brothers, I guess? I don't know. Uh, they re-signed with the Ducks. Um, Brandon Carlo, this, here's a big signing. He re-signed with the Boston Bruins for a six-year a uh, $24 million contract. So what are your thoughts on that, Marcus, since you're a Bruins fan yourself? If he's healthy and he stays healthy, you know what I'm saying? He's going to lock your stars up. He will absolutely shut down your favorite player, and I will enjoy every second of it. When he is healthy, Brandon Carlo is the best defensive defenseman on the ice. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, this contract, because when Brandon Carl is healthy, this contract is an absolute steal. I'm pretty sure this man deserved like 5.5 mil. He, he deserved the money. No, he's a team player. Man took 4.1 mil. I am so happy they took that money. You know what I'm saying? And we got him till he's 30. So, I mean, we haven't even seen his prime yet. So, y'all get ready for Carlos season, man. He coming up. I mean, unless he gets an air concussion, that would suck. But other than that, yeah. uh, I'm happy smiling. He doesn't have a concussion, so we're not thinking about injuries. Injuries aside, Carlos awesome. So 
Good job, Sweeney. Yep. W. Uh, Teddy Bluger re-signed with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Colin White, re- Colton White, not Colin White, re-signed with the New Jersey Devils. And then we have two big signings regarding the Florida Panthers. Um, Gustav Forsling, who was claimed off of waivers um, at the beginning of the season by the Panthers from the Carolina Hurricanes, signed a three-year one-way contract worth $8 million. Good signing. Um, he's a solid defenseman. And um, Anthony Duclair also re-signed with the Florida Panthers for a three-year one-way extension worth $9 million. Again, he finally got the contract he deserves. Genuinely. Good job. Finally. Um, Cam Johnson re-signed with the Blue Jackets. Um, Brett Ritchie re-signed with the Flames. Um, Alex Belzil re-signed with the Montreal Canadiens. Cole Smith re-signed with the Nashville Predators. Michael McLeod re-signed with the New Jersey Devils. Julian Gauthier re-signed with the New York Rangers. Morgan Geeky re-signed with the Carolina Hurricanes. And here's another big one. And it's probably like the last big one, I think. Uh, Miro Heiskanen re-signed with the Dallas Stars for an eight-year, $67.6 million contract. Getting paid? Yep. Damn. And wait, you want me to give thoughts on that or no? Yeah, give yeah, give your thoughts. Okay. Okay. Good job, Miro. Good job. You worked your ass off and you get that money. You know what I'm saying? Miro Heiskins is like one of the best defensemen in this league. You know what I'm saying? Great two-way. Um, Dallas, y'all got a good one. Miro's getting the money. This sets the tone, though. This is what I want to talk about. This sets the tone for the rest of the defensemen and their paying. Max was talking about McAvoy, but I'm talking about you know, when Makar needs an extension and then when Fox is getting an extension, if Heiskanen, right, Heiskanen's only getting eight mil, do we, yeah. I think we're going to see Fox and Makar. And I know I said earlier, he's probably going to take a pay cut, but if, I mean, M- Makar's feeling a little lucky, we might see him get 10 mil, Fox is going to get 10 mil, because these defensive players are hard to find nowadays. These star defense defensive players, they are hard to find in this league, you know, so keep them around while you can. Yeah. What about you? I agree. And I think it's a good signing. I think he's been a solid defenseman for the stars. Um, really putting up the, you know, the points as a defenseman. He's kind of been the quietly good defenseman in all honesty, when you look at it. Yeah. He's kind of, Uh-oh. nobody talks about him enough. Not many people yeah. talk about him enough. Honestly, that's what I think. So it's a good signing. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs re-signed Jesper Wall. The Anaheim Ducks re-signed Alexander Volkov. The Tampa Lightning re-signed Frederick Clayson. The, the New York Islanders, it's not confirmed yet, uh, signed Andy Green, which um, if they do re-sign him, that does mean they have um, their expansion purposes set up. I'm pretty sure they would sign him. And mm-hmm. then um, Joseph Camarosa uh, re-signed with the Minnesota Wild. So a lot of signings. And most of them are for expansion purposes. So it, it's not – you know, like all these are big contracts. You took 50 seconds without me talking. You took 50 seconds to get through all of that. 50 seconds. Just, just, just through all those signings individually. Just like you. The high you school. Like can, ones in between the high school and and um, other ones. In between high school and Carl, you guys can try and recount if you want, but that was 50 seconds from my count. Oh my God. Good job. Well, I'm, 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 a, I'm a big brain, so you know. Um, You're quick. Speaking of which, um, we're going to get into some expansion drafts, some Seattle Kraken-related stuff now. 
Um, the crack, the voice crack, uh, <laughs> will announce some of the new players selected at expansion draft. Will be wearing their new. Will be wearing their new jerseys. So we've already seen concepts. We basically already know what they're going to look like. Yeah. So it's not like you know. Um, they will go on sale September fifteenth. So get your money ready, people. And I know, I know, I will be. I'm definitely going to buy one. Absolutely. And um, yeah. So the protection list were also um, announced. Do you want to just go through? I don't know if we can go through all of them, but. We'll just go through like um, we'll go through our favorite teams. How about that? So we'll go through Boston's protected protected list first. Uh, they protected Bergeron, Coyle, DeBrusque, Frederick, Marshawn, Pasternak, Smith, Carlo, Greslick, McAvoy, and Daniel Vladar. That's your protected list right there. There was a lot of people actually. I wanted to touch base on this considering we are talking about the Bruins. Mm-hmm. Let me get my chair. Um, just- a lot of people wanted to keep Nick Ritchie. You're good. Did you stop the recording? Never mind. A lot of people wanted to keep Nick Ritchie around. And I was really bothered by them saying that because you know me. You know me. I don't like Nick Ritchie. Y'all know me. I don't like Nick Ritchie. Nick Ritchie is a donut boy fat. Never mind. I'm going to stop there. But still, people are questioning between, oh, why do you keep DeBrusque? Why do you keep keep Ritchie? Which one do you choose? You keep DeBrusque. There have been rumors going around the league, and a lot of people have been Show me this, tell me about this and that. Ethan Bear is the best so far from rumors, the best from what we we can get from DeBrusque. Because all we could get from him is like a seventh round pick from any other team. But Edmonton may want DeBrusque. So you keep him and then you trade him because I don't want him here anymore. I know I don't, but Ethan Bear would be good for that defensive depth. I think the Bruins, I don't know how the money works entirely because these teams do this like 50% this, 40% like retained salary or whatever. But mm-hmm. if there was none of that, we'd get like one mil in cap space or like we'd add a mil to our cap space because DeBrusque is getting one, one mil more than Ethan Bear. So I'm kind of hopeful to see Ethan Bear here because we could use the defense. You know, with the loss of Kevin Miller, we could use Ethan Bear. Other than that, I mean, Richie, if y'all, if Seattle takes Richie, good luck. Good luck getting him in shape because I don't want him here no more. I think they take Jeremy Lozon. Everybody's saying they got to take Jeremy Lozon. I think Jeremy I, I know, does pretty good on his third-pairing job, and he doesn't get paid that much. So I think it's a be a solid pickup. Yeah, it's a solid steal there. But um, there are other people. Max was saying that, what was it, the head coach? It was the former Providence Bruins head coach. Was it Jay Leach? Yeah. Is that his name? He's in so, Seattle now. Yeah, so – He's going he's gonna to know which – out of these three defensemen we've left unprotected, he's going to know between Jakob Zaboral, Connor Clifton, and um, Jeremy Lozon, he's going to know who to choose. I'm hoping it's Zaboral because I don't like Zaboral, but he's probably going to go and take Lozon. I mean, see you, Lozon. We're going to take your favorite players, not mine. Yeah, I, I think that's viable. Um, regarding my Flyers, uh, we'll just go through the Flyers, not the Coyotes. Roll down. Uh, protected list here, Sean Couturier, Claude Giroux, Kevin Hayes, Travis Konechny, Scott Lofton, Oscar Lindblom, Abe Kubel, Ryan Ellis, Ivan Provorov, and Travis Sanheim. Where's Voracek? What? Where's Voracek? Where's Voracek? He's unprotected. Why? Because he's unprotected. What? Oh, wow. That's a lot of money. 
Yeah, he's, he's getting paid a ton. That's why they left him unprotected. So, and they're they're actively trying to move him as well. Oh. So, things a tear to me on. You know. Um. Anyways, um. I think it's a good protected list. People were criticizing Abe Kubel being on the protected list and not Van Riemsdyk, or even I've heard arguments of Voracek not being on that protected list. Um. What? Well, Abe Kubel, yes, he did have a terrible season in um 2020-21, but. He's young. He's going to be good. And I, I think it's exciting to see where he goes from here. And regarding um, uh, who else? Who, oh, I want to talk about who they who they would select. I think they select Goss's bear. What, from the Flyers? Yeah. I think that would be interesting because Dave Haxtall, he played Ryan, he played Shane Goss's bear right. And I've talked about it so many times. He's play, he played Goss's bear right. But he's lefty, though, right? Yeah, he played him correctly. He put him in offensive areas, power play, offensive zone draws. He didn't put him in any defensive areas, and that's why Gosses bears an offensive defenseman. The differences with him and Vignard and Scott Gordon for that time there was that he put him in the was that they put him in every position, not just offensive, every position. Right. And that's just not the type of guy he is. Hmm. So I mean, you could see him take that. Wait, where's Faraby? Hold on, I'm like looking uh, for Faraby. Faraby's exempt. Okay, good. I was gonna say you got to keep Faraby around. There's no way they would leave Faraby unprotected. They take they take Faraby over Kubel. But you have some you have some big contract dudes here that uh you you want to get rid of Van Riemsdyk and Voracek. So yeah, I think it's possible Van Riemsdyk um gets claimed. It's possible that Voracek gets claimed. I've heard they're working on deals with that, which will transition that into the rumors. Per Frank Saravelli believe the Flyers are hard at work trying to get Seattle to take Voracek. Think there's a first-round pick in play. There were rumblings at weekend that Philadelphia has some deal in place at the Kraken to take Tarasenko and then flip him to Philadelphia. Don't know if they're – don't know if anything would – don't know what all that would cost. Holy uh, crap. You can see Tarasenko in a Philadelphia Flyers jersey. Wow. What is happening right now? I just got an update that Chris Dreger might be going to – um. Seattle, like they might sign him. Damn, dude, this is this is hype. I'm like I'm like amped up because we are. You and I said that Seattle wasn't trying to like you know build up. They were trying to build up from the bottom. They weren't trying to go win, win, win. From the guys being left alone, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it? Hold on, let me look at the list. The NHL posted out notable players that they left out. This Seattle could be could be really dangerous, bro. You look at Adam Henrique is left out alone. Nino Niederreiter, he's all right. I'm looking at Max Domi. Well, Nola Chari. Oh, they left Nola Chari alone. Alone, alone. Matt yeah. Duchesne. Hold on. Josh Bailey and Jordan Eberle. Hold on. Jason Zucker. I forgot Braden Tanner. Sorry, Pens fans. Look at all these Vladimir Tarasenko. And don't forget Yanni Gortala, Johnson, Matthew, Joseph, and Andre Pilat, and Alex Colon. And, oh, wait, that's not a Tampa Bay Lightning. But look at all these guys. Look yeah, at all these of, people. A bunch of pretty good Bolts players. Look at look at all the options that they have to choose from. Let's go defense. Shattenkirk, good deal. Mark Giordano, experience, still all right. Um, Jake Gardner, he's still all right. Zadorov, P.K. Subban. I didn't know P.K. Subban was left alone. What is happening? They're going to be a super team. 
And then there's like, yeah. and then there's talks that like Gabriel Landeskog's gonna go there. We've seen Vladimir Tarasenko. I already mentioned. I'm going all over the place, Evan. This is crazy. Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. And everyone's saying like, know. I don't know. Mm, I don't we know. have to. We have to. Wait, wait, wait. We have to look at the goalies. What the hell is gonna be going on with Carey Price? What do you think? I don't think he gets claimed. I, I, I at first, at first, I said, I said yes. At first, I said yes. At first, but after the MRI and the injuries, saying, "Oh, he might not play next season," came out, and then I also looked at the possibility of his cap hit, and maybe he doesn't want to play in Seattle. Maybe he doesn't want to leave Montreal. Possible. Oh, I forgot about his injury. What was it? His hip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After hearing all that. When you got a torn hip, as a, was it a torn hip or a broken hip or something? Do you know? It's just it was it was like a torn. I think it was a torn hip. <sighs> something that was gonna last a while, so it's gonna miss significant time. And by the way, they got beat by a team that used the LTIR. So if you can't beat them, <laughs> join them. Join them. Let's see. <laughs> so listen, it's too, I think ten mil. I don't want to take on that much money. You know, with you want to like kind of save the money as a kraken. You know, you you have all the money in the world, eighty-one mil, but I'm not taking ten mil straight up for a goalie, and especially with his injury and his age. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Absolutely. So, I don't think Carey Price is going to Seattle. I think he's going to stay, and he's going to feel betrayed. And the fans are going to be like, "Yay, he's back!" But he's just going to be a cripple for the rest. Sorry for sorry. I'm sorry for those who are disabled in some way, but he's just going to literally deteriorate. His body is going to deteriorate mm-hmm. until he's, like, aged. Agreed. I, but there are some young guys, though. You look at Vitek Vanacek, who for some reason was left alone. I'm, I'm kind of surprised, too. Why is Vanacek on this list? He's, he's decent. He's young, and he's got time. Chris Dreger? You kidding me? But the, And then Capo Cacon and... Not bad. You have your mix of young and experience. So it depends on who you choose from your forwards and your defense. Do you want to like build from the bottom or do you want to win now? And I mean, like Seattle's probably just like drooling over the options they have. Do you think they go young with these goaltenders or do you think they go a little more experienced? Cause there's, there's a mix of both. Yep. Um, I, I think that they go, I think they, I know I my goalies are Chris Drieger, Vitek Vanacek, and Malcolm Subban. It's aiming it's aiming in that direction for the um, the crack, and everyone's got Drieger and Vanacek on there. But I still see I to go, Price. What? I still see some people saying Price. Yeah, people are saying Price, but the injury and the the money it's it's not it's not really worth the risk. Tarasenko's a risk with his with his shoulder because we know he can still perform. But like when you still when you got like a torn hip or something like that, that haunts you for life. Unless you yeah. get like a metal hip or something. But Agreed. I want young. If I'm picking goalies, I want young. You know what I'm saying? With a little experience, but at the same time, you can develop them because we all know how the young goalies go. Yeah, we know how the young goalies develop and all that. So I, I see Vanacek and Dreger. Boom. That, that's I'm going with the I'm that. going with the crowd. Dreger and Vanacek. Yep. Absolutely. All right. We'll move on here. Um, we'll move on to, we'll just go through these rumors and then we'll probably wrap up the podcast. Yeah. Um, a lot of expectation. Boston is going hard for Ryan Sutter. Pittsburgh and Toronto 
suspected to like both Alexander Kerfoot and Jared McCann. Now the Kraken can only get one. I think Philadelphia suspected the Kraken would take forward Nicholas Abe Kubel. So regarding Abe Kubel, they they protected him. Makes sense. Uh, that gives them less options. Um, do they go with Kerfoot or McCann? Unless if mm. they try and make a deal for McCann. I think they go with McCann unless if they yeah. make a trade. I think that's kind of obvious. You go, you go McCann. I mean, yeah. like, he just got to Toronto, but just go McCann. He's good depth. Mm-hmm. We know and that. we'll end off with this. What are your thoughts on Boston Bruins going out for Ryan Sutter? Where'd you who, see that? Who recently just got bought out. Where'd you see that? Oh, um, Elliot Freeman. 31 thoughts, I think. Oh, Twitter, 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 Twitter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to see it. I want to. I, I no, I think it's on. No, it's on 31 thoughts. I'm looking at Puck Report's Instagram right now. Oh, 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 oh. still yeah. though. Listen, I already wrote an article on this, right? I want Suter here, bro. I want him. If he takes, if he takes a pay cut, you know how I like my players taking pay cuts for the better of the team because they're team players. Suter's a cat. Suter's a former. Was he assistant captain? Yeah, assistant captain. I think. Still. I want Suter in Boston, baby. I want that man on this team, bro. And if it if it takes like if we're gonna have to give him like five mil, six mil, no, yeah, he'll take five mil probably. I don't know. He's thirty six. You you got some size. You know the Bruins can't need defensemen. We need defensemen. Give McAvoy and the blue line a guy because Bergeron can't handle the locker room himself. You know he needs an extra guy there aside from Marshan being a clown and like frolicking around with Poshnak you need, cause I watch behind the B people. You need that guy who is as serious as Bergeron and is ready to get things done. And yep. Suter's that guy. So, I mean, if Elliot Freeman is saying that, bro, you got me all amped up. Oh, I want Suter here, baby. Oh my God, man. I want Ryan Suter in Boston, man. I don't care. I want him to come here and take a pay cut, bro. And we go on and win a Stanley Cup with Ryan Suter. I want that man here. Yep, absolutely. Um, I think it would be a good move for Boston as well. Um, reported by Andy Strickland. Hearing there's a strong possibility that Nick Felino signs in Minnesota and joins his brother Marcus on a short-term deal. Eh, I mean, I mean, Leafs fans will probably be like, uh, we love Nick Felino. We no, they, they so... won't. Be. <laughs> they, they won't. They won't even care. He did. He I'm was injured. Probably. He yeah. was okay, but he was injured. He scored an empty get... net goal. That was his only goal with the Maple Leafs. I don't even get why they like made that deal for him. I'm sorry. I, I really don't understand. Leadership. Playoff experience. Oh my god! <laughs> All that experience just to get first rounded. And Move on. <laughs> speaking of which, uh, Ryan Strom of the Rangers, um, is currently protected, um, is drawing decent interest from teams. Trade interest. The Ottawa Senators are among those teams. So a solid probably second, maybe even first-line center at points. Um, he could be a, a solid player on whatever team he goes to, unless if he stays in New York, which I think he probably will. But, yeah. New York's going to be dangerous next year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and lose Strom. You know what I'm saying? Continue. Most likely. Um, there is some interest with from some teams in Oilers forward Zach Cassian. And I think it's a possibility that he ends up being on the move when the trade deadline freeze is lifted on um, July 22nd. So let me get this straight. People won Zach Cassian. Really? 
I wouldn't want anybody from. It genuinely shocks me. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want anybody from Edmonton unless you said the name Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaddle, or Darnell Nurse. Nobody else. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm sorry, Zach Cassian. You're not really the pop out name that I want. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't I don't really know what that means. Uh, More Oilers rumors here. From my understanding, the Oilers and UFA Adam Larson are rather unlikely at this point to get something done. Tyson Berry is, has an actual chance to stay now. So. One or the other. You take either of them. Yeah. I, honestly, I think they're two really good defensemen. Yeah, true. Um, regarding Seattle, um, Seattle's supposed to get a full medical picture on all exposed players. This isn't going over very well. Teams boiling, complaining of Montreal using the Price Weber to make mockery of expansion process. I mean, Tampa kind of did the same thing. True. I'll get, yeah. Just I mean, in different aspects, honestly. Yeah, Montreal's Montreal's trying to keep the young guys around with um what give trying to give up Weber. That's your captain, man. Mm-hmm. What do you say? They're making a mockery of it? Yeah. Like because they're giving they're trying to get rid of their old Injured yeah, they're also players. leaving it unprotected because they're both going to be injured next season. So they're using that as like they could be. Some people are even saying they're faking the injured price thing, which like really, I don't know what to say on that. It, it really actually don't. kind of pisses me off. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's it's appalling. Anything else? Um, Per Frank Saravelli, sources indicated – this is the final news piece, by the way, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. Sources indicated that Carey Price's, it was Carey Price's idea to move the no-move clause. Knowing that it was uncertainty of his health, the belief is that he did not want to see the crack and select Allen, himself being potentially unavailable to start the 2021-22 season. So, you know what? I just realized what they did. What Everyone was saying, oh, Jake Allen to the Jake Allen to the Kraken, Jake Allen to the Kraken. Not now. I don't think you're seeing any goalie go from the Montreal Canadiens. So you're saying the Canadians just played everybody just to keep both their goalies? Yep. Damn, they're good. Yeah. Damn. What wait, watch, watch us be completely wrong on this, and they just go like carry price. I will kill myself. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be. I'll just. I'll just delete the podcast and for, and just like cut that part out and forget it all happened. Just like we'll hear Marshawn Lynch. We'll hear Marshawn Lynch be like, "The Seattle crack is select Carey Price, bro." Because like they got this. The Kraken are having Marshawn Lynch. You don't know who these guys are. I am assuming. Sorry, I'm stereotyping right now. They're gonna have running back Marshawn Lynch, Seattle. Middle linebacker, Bobby Wagner. Sue Bird was a Seattle basketball player. And then former former Seattle Supersonics, Sean Kemp, unveiled the Seattle roster. So I just want to hear (laughs) – you. I don't know if you've seen Marshawn Lynch, but he is the funniest guy, like, in sports. So I just want to hear him just be like, how do you say this name? (laughs) Could you imagine he says this? He's like Nino Niederreiter. Like they still like Nino Nino, right? He's just like, how the f you say this name? <laughs> Hockey names are so hard to pronounce for people who don't study the sport. I could just imagine him saying 
I'm sorry, people. I saw it now. I saw it now. I saw it. Just end of the podcast. I just saw it now. Oh my God. All right. You, with wouldn't that- understand. you wouldn't understand, I swear. But once you watch Marshawn Lynch, he's the funniest guy ever. All right. I swear. Right, yeah. Okay. With that, we'll conclude Nordic and Mark. Episode six is over. Thank y'all for watching. Marks is cringe. And <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next one. Adios. Go cracking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go cracking. You're drunk. <laughs>